1: Howdy, folks! Happy Wednesday, Happy Hump Day. Uh, just a little notice, a note in the uh, in the chat here for our gang. We haven't seen Funky Cold Zadina the last no. week, so wanted to see if anybody knew if he was okay. And we hope he's okay. Yeah, uh, if they have a note, just let us know. Um, Michael Cohen, we don't care if you're okay. You're just gonna be blocked. We're just yep. gonna... um, Okay, uh, Russ, start us off with the <laughs> with the. Well, let's screen. talk about the national pastime, baseball. Yeah, if you don't
0: think it is, screw you. Anyhow, um, but here's something where the New York Mets always kind of feel like they're smarter than everybody else. And they've got a kid, Ronnie Mauricio, who is their number one prospect. And he's really looking good. He won a game yesterday. The Mets actually played um, nine innings and actually uh, played a game to its completion, Mike. And actually, there was a moment where the game was tied. And then there was a moment where a rookie could come up and actually win the game with a hit. Those are the kinds of things you can't actually uh, mimic or try and simulate. But but the basic point of this is not to rip on that again, although it's worthy, uh, is so if the Mets are truly going to sign Francisco Lindor to a long-term deal and Ronnie Mauricio is going through like his first real spring training because last year was a, a mess, um, why in the world is he still playing shortstop? Because he's never going to play shortstop for the New York Mets right why is
1: he playing second or third the two weak spots on the field for them well second would make more sense because short stops can easily transfer right. second and they're just turning the double play a different way but range wise it's it's similar and also the throw is easier but, but to me it's just like wasted time that he's still playing short and like i said to you i think it's insurance i think there's no guarantee that lindor is signing there so they want to keep him in his natural position and then they can move him you know because shortstop's the most difficult defensive position they can move them one way or the other okay so devil's advocate
0: here let's say the season starts lindor hasn't signed his extension but his agent says don't worry it's going to happen we'll let it slip into the regular season do you then tell mauricio who is now off into you know a couple weeks after spring training they're actually going to start minor league baseball again right basically. do you all of a sudden have mauricio still playing shortstop until the actual contract is signed, or are you going to start
1: to move him to another position? Because I, I, I don't think they're going to move him from shortstop until they know what's going to happen with Lindor. I think they're going to keep him at shortstop, which may be stupid, but I think, you know, like I said, if it's – At the end of the day,
0: he could fall back and play short, right? We know he can.
1: Right, but they I think they want, for his development, they want to keep him at that position. They probably think they can move him to other positions without a problem. All
2: right. Well, so.
1: I, I think it's short-sighted, but that's me. All right, Doc. Uh, hi
2: (laughs) sorry it's
0: been a day Um, we got some stuff to talk about yeah we do you know why it's been a day we had this conversation last night why would you go to Gino's after a game knowing that late night it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks
2: it was fantastic I got four four cheesesteaks with with Swiss uh, cheese no, we, no, that's, no, cheese provolone.
1: Oh oh, oh, no, no, that's the John Kerry special.
2: Gino's cheesesteaks are pure cheese whiz. So that's what you do. Cheese See, whiz. It's amazingly awful, but it's unbelievably good.
1: When, when, when we when oh, I yeah. was when I was in when I was in the Florida area, yeah, and we didn't go to Gino's. We went to some other place.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I, you know, I know what cheese whiz is. I've had cheese whiz as a kid. I don't want cheese whiz on a on a hoagie.
0: No, I don't want Jesus either. I'm going to answer Timothy
1: Park, who else cares about
0: the Mets other than Russ? Probably nobody, but that was also a developmental thing if you paid attention Timothy. We actually talked about development. But now I'm going to give you straight Mets news. I'm, I it right here for you whenever you want it. You ready? Mike Carlos Carrasco has elbow soreness. I told you yeah. this is a guy who's been hurt on and off for years and that's why that deal is not a slam dunk. Now we can yeah. move on.
1: Okay. Hold on. So but but i I would get pro i i think i got provolone on that and that's that's what most of the steak hoagies anybody who has a a palate gets provolone yes
2: it's philly philly's cheesesteak is the way to go man pats the pats is mob talk radio says is better i will do you a favor bob talk radio i i've always been a geno's person like it's one of those things that once you do one you always have to do that one for you don't even try the other one that's the way we are in philadelphia but i will absolutely after the next flyers game i go to which might be tomorrow night Go to Pats, and um, and and check it out and see if there's anything better. I
0: like Tony Luke's the best, but I don't eat red meat. You know, I get a chicken cheesesteak, but I like Tony Luke's the best. Um, as an example, the which which is the place in Reading Terminal? Like, um, uh is that Jim's? Not Jim's. No, it's it. I think it's Pats.
2: Pats in Reading Terminal.
0: Yeah, I think it's Pats. And while it's very good there, I don't trust the oil bottles that they have because it looks like they never clean them out.
2: That's pretty quite possible. I mean, all that. which
0: well, looks there's at least some cleanliness, but that brings was, the all The part flavor. of it, like,
2: like there was a guy who used to be um, it, uh, my my my, uh, my my father-in-law who grew up in Rhode Island. Um, used to tell the story of this guy, the hot dog vendor in his town, who was like, you know, it was always this big sweaty guy outside, you know, underneath the thing, like sweating, and his whole yeah. thing like, to like to like put like the like, would take the roll and it would like somehow get the sweat on his arm, and you'd eat it. And he said that was just part of the hot. <laughs> that was probably yeah table.
0: in the COVID era i'm gonna
1: pass yeah. on that yeah me too me too but uh well, i'll be on
2: that one for but, sure yeah but,
1: but the fill the philly cheesesteaks in buffalo the, the 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 chain here is called jim's Steakout, and they do that they do the the hoagie and it's provolone all the time and then they put some sort of special sauce on there and it's not thousand island dressing so don't start me with the big mac stuff it's
2: <laughs> you know it's, it's
1: something that that's that's not not that disgusting so anyway
2: yeah all right, let's start. All right, so we'll start this out. But yeah, that was something. That was. I, 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 it was I'm sure in right? Buffalo
1: they're using steakums anyhow. So Russ to... I, I, I were. I
2: I was threatening to do this when I left Russ last night at the, at, after the game. And was I, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I was just so hungry, and there used to be a cheese place, to Talk of to the Town, which is right near the arena, and I would go there all the time. But it really was surprising how quickly I was at Gino's. Like it was like only like six minutes. It's really fast to get to Gino's from the from the arena.
0: Yeah, it is fast.
2: I never really ventured at that part of South Philly. Well, League. I
0: mean, again, right now we're in an era where there's not that much traffic. It could be worse than that on a, on a normal, under normal circumstances, it would have taken you longer because it would have been traffic all around the building and there wasn't.
2: But well, when you venture into South Philly, you definitely are immediately taken to um, to Rocky. Like there's no, you can't get out, you can't get the, it, it, right. it looks so much. If you want people like come to come, come to Philly and they always go to the art museums for the Rocky thing, you know, they run up the art museum steps, or whatever. If you want to feel like you're in the movie Rocky, Drive into South Philly around Gina's. That's, then you'll feel like you're in, that's like where Anthony grew up. You area. might
0: see the mafia there too.
2: Isn't that where Anthony grew up, I think, right around there? Um, Anthony. Yeah, McElroy. he's
0: somewhere around there like where his store was, yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, what the hell did you March 10th, we'll say it's March 10th. Hello, oh, Hockey World. It's Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ahead. Michael
1: Ajello and there is no mafia. <laughs>
2: I'm Russ Cohen,
0: and if there were, they, they'd have a Jewish
2: account. Oh, boy. <laughs> And I'm not going to say that because he's Jewish. Right. Uh, and you're watching hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com. This is the podcast that comes every Monday through Friday. This time to fill you in on the coming and going to the hockey world. And um, we do have to start for a second. And we have a lot to talk about here. But we do have to start for a second with with the, the, the event Russ and I witnessed last night.
0: Oh my God! An event. It was an event more than a game. Can we, can we'll can we, can we start with something uplifting before we? Yeah, but now?
2: I just have to talk about this for a second. Okay. It is worthy of discussion. This is like this. Is, this to me is like it. It. I have witnessed a lot of hockey games. So so is Russ. We, we've watched. We all watched a lot of hockey games. You know, a lot live, a lot on TV. I've probably seen a thousand live games. You know, I've been to, I've been yeah. going, My parents had season tickets since I was six years old. I've yeah. been going. I've seen a lot of games. I cannot remember a worse game than last night's Flyers Buffalo Sabres game. Me neither. Just just to attend in general, just because there were so many aspects to it that were bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, Eichel's not in the lineup. That takes a lot of the steam out of it, right? For sure. But but then the way the Sabers play is just infuriating, and and they are and they are so. And I I hate to say that they are this. They are literally Ralph Krueger. I always when I watched that team Europe team play team play. At the World Cup of Hockey, that Team Europe team was really was known because they were hardworking. They forecheck, they were crazy. Right. Balls to the wall hockey. Right. I, I, whatever the opposite of balls to the wall hockey is, what the Sabers are doing right now, it's well, like they are playing so soft. I mean, it's not just it's not just a lack of checking; it's a lack of even stick checking. It's a lack which, and you know, when, when teams just you say, "Oh, that team's only stick checking," that's I, better than not checking at all.
0: And I do want to call out even Taylor Hall in this game for two things. He's not shooting on the power play. He's just passing the puck. And two, in overtime, Taylor Hall literally did not go back into the defensive end. He hung out at center. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait a second. Wait a second. Because we talked about this after the game, Russ, the, the, the strategy of the Sabres was if they didn't have a
2: clear path to the net. They
1: kept cycling back. No, but this is even before that. That's the
2: true. before okay. that is the worst three on three overtime I've no, ever And what Mike's
0: saying is true. That was a part of the overtime. Before yeah. that, before they employed that strategy, Mike, because they didn't do it the whole time, right. Taylor Hall literally watched his teammates skate in the other end to get the puck, and he hung out at center ice. He right. wasn't moving. Nobody yeah. does that in overtime in the NHL. I Nobody.
2: I and, really wish that I had. Done an ISO video because you don't see it on TV. An ISO video on that shift that Taylor Hall took, because if you thought that you know the shift that that you know, the Dubois took was lazy, that oh, shift, was, yeah. that shift that made Dubois' shift look downright you know like hustling. And that's so, why I'm
1: bringing it up. But the but the ironic thing here, Ack, is that you're saying how how terribly the Sabers played, and they did. That oh. was probably that was probably their best game in the last ten. They were up four to two. Yeah.
2: Which they may- because the Flyers didn't show up at all. Well, I was
1: gonna say, which maybe was more of a statement. And Russ. again, Russ and I have to go back to this. Uh, there's something wrong with Carter Hart. I don't know if it's psychological. I don't know if it's confidence. But this is the thing that we were scared about when yeah. he was rushed to the NHL at age 20, uh, which ended up, you know, that, that was the decision that got Ron Hextall fired. Okay. Well, this is the reason. A couple years, it wasn't going to show up right away. A couple years down the line the reason that you keep players down in the american hockey league is to build you know a and i don't remember what the term was that i i i uh um a condo, you know a level of confidence of, you know to to just develop a uh, you know sort of a, a just a, a a comfort level yeah um, he clearly doesn't have that. Now, top end, he, he is one of the best goaltenders in the league. We saw that in the playoffs. We've seen that at times during mm-hmm. his regular season. But there are times where he loses all concept of how to stop the puck. And yeah, he did it I, early in that game.
2: Yeah, and that's and that, what my point in this thing was not just about the Sabres but also about the Flyers to go because this game was not just bad because the Sabres were doing what they right. were doing the flyers also decided to do what the sabers were doing and 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 the, what the flyers basically did is they played like the sabers were playing
0: mm-hmm. which
2: gave it the feel of like an of an open hockey game when everyone was so tired like an open hockey game in the third hour of an open hockey game like right. everybody's been on there like the kind of open hockey game where guys stop at the bench and drink water while they're in, while they're actually on the ice playing like that that was the, it reached that level like there was a save that elliot made that was a pretty good save But it really felt nothing nothing more than, like, an open hockey save to me. It was just like, okay. I was like, you know, it was like – and it just – and the Flyers, I mean, the Flyers were – I had – I felt as if, to me, the Flyers were going to win that game. Like, there wasn't – the whole time, like, I didn't have – I really wasn't, like – Questioning that the Flyers weren't going to win that game, even when it was whatever four one or three nothing. Of
1: course, of course, because look who they're playing. Right, We know the script. We,
2: we and, just, and just because you know the Flyers, you know they had they they were they were playing at such a low level that they and they if they picked it up at all, they were going to get plenty of chances, which they did, and they were going right. to score goals, which they did. Um, I mean, and you know they could have they, they winning in regulation wasn't that important to them. I think they. I don't think they won, and you know the Sabres wanted to go to a shootout. There's no two ways about that. The way the Sabres played the overtime, they were like, let's take this to a shootout. We have a better chance than a shootout, which they do. And But then you get to the shootout, Russ, and who do we throw out for the first two shots of the shootout for the Buffalo Sabres?
0: Darlene and Middlestad, which made no sense. <laughs> and Mike and I listened to it together post game, and Ralph Kruger's explanation of it was, well, you know, Hall and and, and um, Reinhardt were the next two, and it's like a <laughs> normal there. coach in the NHL, any normal one, doesn't care what he sees in practice like Ralph Kruger. He cares what he sees in the game, and usually if you had a hand in a four-goal game, you're going to be out there on the shootout line if you're a good shootout guy, and the fact that the other two guys were the next plan just shows how f- messed up the Ralph Kruger plan is yeah. because you can't look ahead like that. You've got to score the first one. You're on the road. I know. And I just, didn't look like he wanted to shoot it. Well, no. to,
2: when you miss the first one, and the Flyers get the first one. Right. Then I mean, you got to be like, okay, well now, and then you got to
1: put your best guy. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If the, I don't know. If this is a. If this is a statement in favor of Kruger or a. a, a on the opposite side but it's not the first time that he's used Darlene in the shootout and this is probably Darlene has looked good in the past in the shootout opportunities sure but he didn't
0: look good in this game he didn't, he didn't look good
1: at point. all on that one he's he no
0: point in looking using him on the shootout and it showed the thing I want to say about Carter Hart is look for the last couple of weeks I felt like he was lacking confidence he copped to that last night post game and that's because he's an honest guy and I give him credit for that when I said hey you got to pull him after that third goal It wasn't like, Hey, you got to pull Carter Hart because he's a bum or because he's like car, he's going to turn into Carson Wentz, like some Philly radio stations think here, no, it's just because he didn't have it that night and I could see it and I'd watched this kid for a very long time and I knew he didn't have it. And that's the only reason now this season, if Elliot plays more games, that's okay because players especially goalies have off seasons. We've talked about this. Not every goalie has the year of his career every year and especially a young goalie. And what's, so what shakes his confidence? The fact that they haven't had a good top pairing all year helps shake your confidence. And the fact that the forwards don't play very good defense helps shake your confidence. It doesn't with Elliot because he's seen everything. You're talking about like a 12, 13 year veteran, he's seen everything. It's a different mental state.
2: Right. It's a very different mental state. Now the other, you know, the other thing i wanted to talk about then we'll move on from this game is i wanted to talk is my first experience with fans in the arena and um, and you know it's really interesting no i mean you know, with with fans since since you know in a year in a year um and this 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 is my first chance my first experience with fans dispersed the way they are in the arena like you know in their own little sections and it is a fascinating psychological thing to watch because I mean, literally, you know, you you always have that, the thing that you, <laughs> I tweeted this out, but the thing that you miss the most about that, that you realize right away that you have real fans there again is the guy who screams during the lull and play, get your ass together, Flyers, what the F is happening? The right. guy that, that just, you know. That, that
1: you didn't, guy can you, actually be heard with 3,000.
2: They didn't have that passes. recording on the fake crowd. They should have. They should have had that recording on the fake crowd. I'm, I want, Next time they go to a fake crowd, I want to have those recordings. Yeah, that we, 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 we talked about that. We were missing that. Or the mom who yells,
1: "What's wrong with you, Carter Hart?"
2: You know, like that, that, that. I heard that too. I mean, I heard some really great moments. And the thing that really like struck me is like we've all had the like, guy season tickets for a long time, and for about three or four of those years, there was a guy who sat behind us that was an idiot, right? And it, that's that's the worst. Oh,
1: thing. No. When
2: you, ticket, when you have a season ticket in a spot, and the guy behind you has a season ticket in a spot, and the guy behind is like the jerk off, and just yells everything ridiculously stupid all the time, um, and. Uh, you know, that the, the only and I thought to myself, you know, if you're going to say you're going with your dad and your dad's that idiot guy, right? Or whatever. And if I always felt so bad, he had kids with him. And the, the only thing that saves those people is the fact that they think to themselves, well, you know, my dad can't be such an idiot because there are at least people near us that he'll be intimidated by enough. that he won't just be a jerk and say stupid things. That's gone. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that doesn't exist right now because no one's sitting around the families. So you can see families together and you can see the guys like screaming the top of their lungs because no one's right in front of them or no one's the side of them. It was hilarious to watch. I mean, it, 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 was, it was just that in and of itself was, was more way more entertaining than the game for me. And I was just, I just couldn't stop watching that part of it. Um, and it, those two aspects of this make for a really fascinating thing. And it is amazing how much like, you know, I, I definitely encourage you guys, if you get a chance to be a fan in one of these games and go to one of these games and attend these like 3,000 3, people games, because it does feel like you're actually seeing the Flyers in a smaller venue. It does. And it feels because it feels like what you say or what you boob or how you react actually matters, which it does, because the pl- players are listening. They really are. And they can, they can they, you know. The they whole- can
0: hear everything you say. It's kind of like if you're at a concert. If you're at a place and you figure with the crowd, if you yell something, the guy will never hear you. And then all of a sudden, the guy stops playing his music and exactly. says, I heard you. And he <laughs> answers you back. This is even easier than that.
2: It feels like that. So like when you get on the power play and people are yelling shoot, you know that it was that guy who yelled shoot yes. and that guy who yelled shoot. And that's yeah. that's, the, that's the that's the interesting thing about it to me. It's like it really was worth watching. I thought that was really, I thought that was just really entertaining. But like Mike, what else do we have on the docket? Sorry.
1: Well, but- the big, the big, the big news uh, that came out uh, started to leak out last night, and is uh, <clears throat> apparently there was a uh, official press release, and I guess some sort of media uh, thing at four fifteen today is the deal between the NHL and ESPN. Now, okay. It's a seven year deal. We still don't know the money breakdown, but Andrew Marsh of and the New York post broke that da- broke uh, down the, uh, the specifics of the deal. And this is where uh, I'll read the specifics first. And then I'll give you my opinion here. Okay. Uh, so ABC ESPN will have four of the next seven Stanley cup finals. Uh, they will have one conference final each year, which, which indicates to me that there's going to be a split with either NBC or Fox. Right. um that's apparently not yet agreed agree upon they are only going to broadcast 25 regular season games on either espn or abc this is mostly a deal for espn plus and hulu right. 1100 games on espn plus apparently it sounds like it's going to replace the nhl tv uh not, not game center but the nhl tv uh aspect okay. and and ESPN Plus and Hulu will stream will stream exclusively 75 national games. Now, uh, I'm going to be curious to see because remember the NBC contract 10 years ago was two billion over 10 years. It ended up being 200 million a year for the 30 uh, 31 NHL teams, which is not a ton of money. This better be three or four billion at least. For the nhl to have done a good job in terms of uh getting a good bang for the buck because they're providing content to espn and to an avenue which they want to promote a lot now everybody says um well the best thing is that they're going to be on the espn highlight package yeah on sports center russ I, i i don't know about you I don't watch sports center anymore not i've watched
0: me. a few over the last couple of months if it runs from another show and they show literally like a half a minute to a minute in total for the whole league like it's not like you're going to see a lot right no,
2: right this is that is that you got you do know that ESPN and tsn are sisters right so they have like right. there's there's a connection between those two stations so my hope is that they pull in some TSN stuff, you know. Like,
1: it It, does, it doesn't. Now, what they I don't think they're going to gonna do that. What actually. they may do act is they may co-opt some of their regional broadcasts for ESPN Plus, so there's no additional per- production cost. They say that they're, they're going to produce uh, independently some games, and maybe that means guys like Steve Levy and Grass and other broadcasters who have broadcast NHL games before will. We'll do so again, but it doesn't sound like there's going to be a crossover between like the, like LeBron would be on ESPN right. He's exclusive to TSN and the athletic. Right. I don't think that Drake, you know, Drager or, uh, or Frank or anybody else are going to be crossovers. Maybe they'll get, uh, you know, the, the Gordon Miller's and Ray Ferraro's involved, which would be great. Cause they're great. They're great, uh, uh announcers and by play- and, uh, and color guys, but it to me right now until i hear the money amount i don't know how big you know it, it's, well, great it's $2 that they're on billion dollars
2: apparently it's it's a big deal it's a uh, big how much? 2 billion dollars it's like okay, a big i can see that
1: and Here, here's two, what
2: it's crazy when you think about it because like do you remember the lockout like the original lockout where we lost all that money where, where yeah, we lost, it two
1: it was 2 billion in 10 years
2: yeah, see, re- I- yeah but remember when we came back from the lockout and the whole nhl revenue was two billion dollars like yes. they, they they talked about it. we're going to split between the you know the, the nhl players will get this much and the and it was they were splitting two billion dollars up that's mm-hmm. what i remember so um,
0: well, but online online content has has really you know blossomed like as an example that really hot new show the two masked men podcast that thing's blowing up right now <laughs> you were on it yesterday you know about it
2: I Was and, and, and yeah, you know, we were. We, although we were, we, we were punked by uh Anthony in the middle of it, but besides that, yeah, it was all right. We taught him a lesson, but but yeah. with the
0: ESPN deal, this is the worry I would have for fans. So now, if I sign up for Game Center,
2: yeah,
0: am I losing out games because no. ESPN Plus is going to have some exclusive? Right. So that's that's wow. the
2: issue right now, like that's the issue right now with, with NBC. You can say
1: no, Mike, but we don't know.
2: Well, like, I guess. I get really furious when when I'm on a Game Center thing and it says no, that, that game's blacked on out. ABC, on
1: ABC-SN. Yeah.
2: which is usually fine because that's just another app, right? Or if you have other ways of getting things like, or some- if you
1: get it on if you get it on your cable package. But here, here's the here's the other thing that Marshan reported okay. with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and Hulu. They're going to add uh, anywhere between thirteen to nineteen dollars a month to their Disney package. So Yikes. this is where this is where they're getting the revenue from. And honestly, if it's two, if it's two, and you know, I'll take two billion dollars personally. Thank you very much. Uh, if it's two billion over tomorrow, seven years, they better be getting three or four from NBC on a or, or Fox literally, literally, a, because it. because this is mostly streaming what about content on you know regular cable
2: it wasn't the last deal that came from nbc, NBC. how much, was that? How was, much was, was that it
1: was two billion for 10 years it was two this is seven billion. Billion.
2: and this is right. half the, this is really this is really half their package for two billion for seven years that's like that's impressive right, right. right. Most, right. most
1: of it is most of it's streaming that's the whole point it's the, the worry get- here is there are definitely
0: games that you get blocked out from game center that are on nhl network right And that you have to pay extra for. So I'm thinking now there's going to be games that are the same way with ESPN plus. So they get a little extra carrot. I just feel like it's going to be in there. I'll be very happy to learn if it's not.
1: Now I'm like, I, like I purchased ESPN plus this year, I was part of the ESPN insider thing and they just converted over to plus and and I paid 50 bucks for the year. So if I have to do that on top of game center and game center is 150 bucks, there's gonna be a lot of pissed off people out there and the NHL network, you're paying an extra, probably 10 bucks a month, 12 12 bucks bucks on cable for that.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, that's, it's a, I mean, you know, and it's. I'm going to say this though, it is kind of fascinating because there might be other ways of getting content like this for free, um, not for free, but for very little out there. And it's kind of amazing to me in this day and age, that they're getting these kind of numbers with that with the ability to get the ability people to find these things other ways growing exponentially you know i'll tell you
0: this is the other thing so if you have fans spending this much on online right to watch the sport right it is eventually going to erode your gate attendance for
1: the sport
2: yeah no that's 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 true places in some places the only only lead that now especially right now I think that it changes right now because I think they, they're not, they're naturally writing in a bit of eroded gate even when we get back because I, I think they realize that they're not gonna be able to get fans out right away that well. Right. The, like the, only, league league the
1: only league that that doesn't apply to is the NFL. They can do, you know, they, right, but they're, 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 you know, they're untouchable. But for the NHL, especially with, you would factor in the fact that I am sure ticket prices are probably going to go up next year because they want to make more revenue that you could see attendance go down and you could see attendance go down, go down because people still don't want to make themselves vulnerable to getting infected. Now this
0: question is where it gets complicated because if NBC is still in, Tappan's still in, if they go to Fox, they might go to Aaron Andrews who used to do hockey. Like this is where the contract with the network means more than who's covering the sport. Because a lot of yep. times, when team when contracts are changed, like Mike Tirico loves hockey, but he wasn't a hockey guy at his for his last contract. But then he became a hockey guy because he was there and he knows hockey and he does a good job. If all of a sudden NBC's out, Mike is not going back to ESPN just to do hockey because he's got like a ten-year deal with right. NBC. So this is where those things you may lose some of those
1: people that you like. Well, so the, just think if they go if they go if they go to Fox Russ, they'll have Skip Bayless doing.
2: Uh, no, they'll uh, have
1: Aaron Andrews. I bet. No, uh, yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's she married. Bill, she knows hockey. She knows hockey. She's married to a hockey player. Yep.
2: Right. So. Um, I I think there's a couple things though that, that are I mean, positive. Skip Bayless, I'm out. A couple of positives about ESPN in general. Um, does my voice sound okay? Really, the microphone. Yes, yeah,
0: so fine. fine. No, you sound fine. I mean, you sound like you. I mean, <laughs>
2: Do I normally sound better than this? Because I usually use a microphone. I'm using my 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 sound from my. I'm not geez. the right person
1: to ask. No, you sound
2: anybody fine. in the chat room. Please tell me, because I can hook up the other microphone real quick. Because a couple times you, I've you uh, sound watched,
1: you sound fine.
2: Adam. I watched the show afterwards. I'm like I can't understand anything I'm saying because you guys didn't tell me I sounded like I sounded terrible. But anyway, all right. <laughs> yes, Let's, it's our fault now because oh, of your I, voice. I, it's I, our I, fault. Mess with me right now. All right, so here we go. <laughs> Are you gonna believe me or your lying ears? Come on, I come believe on. you. All right, so all right, so here's the thing that we have to take in. Like, we can go. There's a negative spin on this, of course. Thanks, Mike, for finding it. Um, but, <laughs> that there's, but there's also positive a positive one.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I think I think, <laughs> I, think a, I think it's a valid criticism because honestly, if they're if they're, if they're only getting two billion dollars, the the only okay here's the sunny uh, opposite <laughs> side. If they're getting two billion dollars for a mostly streaming package, but the thing is, they're giving four Stanley Cup finals. And seven conference finals yeah. for, t- for two billion dollars. They better be getting at least double of that from either Fox or NBC for all their games on cable and regular TV. They have to. If they don't, then I think they're getting screwed. I, I think the market that. has
0: softened up in all sports, though, Mike. I think you're going yeah, with past. That. I,
2: think, I think if you can match that, you're okay. I mean, if yeah, you can I match think
0: you're it, going with past projections, that's not how business is right now for any business,
2: almost. All right. So let's. Like, can I give the other? What I think are the positives? The positives are this, okay. Um, one, um, yes, you can sit there and say that we don't they don't they don't put the NHL much on Sports Center, right? But it's not like there's an NBC equivalent to Sports Center where they're doing it all the time. Okay. The used reality, to
0: be. They canceled it like a year ago. Right.
2: Right. There used to be, but the reality is that even, even when that show existed, it had won one thousandth of the viewership of Sports that's Center. Okay? So anything you're getting on Sports Center is bet more is better because that it's it's it, that's like found found um press to me because that just hasn't existed what
0: if they mispronounce what if they
1: don't know the so, players what if
2: because that's so, going to
0: happen too
1: so so the, right. we're going to get the bad, we're going to get the bad analysis of hockey from from michael wilbon and tony corn Kornso- or uh, kornheiser. So tony kornheiser knows hockey he's I canadian know. he does no he's not he's not canadian
0: he is canadian
1: tony kornheiser no
0: he's from new york but he always plays
1: yeah please i mean what but he also people the
2: ESPN. That are really good hockey people okay um <laughs> they're, they're still there and that's, that's what i bring up i mean obviously butcher Gross is a national treasure he yes. is to me like one of the best we can get him on the show he's a friend of mine
0: yeah john's a good
2: guy i want to get him on the show we'll talk about this whole thing so
0: does this mean Bill yeah. pedo is going back to nhl tonight
2: yes uh, we talked about that last I'm night with
0: i don't know for how long
2: i i missed nhl tonight let's let's all like anybody who's our age nhl tonight was was epically world-changing okay and like you
0: that you used it for video games it was so popular that's no, for a while but
2: being able to watch the highlights of every game at the end of the night was like mind-boggling for hockey fans at that time and now now it doesn't it's now we can you can stream every game or whatever you can watch condensed games but back then understand that we didn't have that but they're and not getting yeah. gary thorne back Bill Pedo we're game changing for all of us like yeah. yeah
0: they're not getting gary thorne back they're not
2: why what's the deal why with gary thorne
0: I just don't think he's in favor there anymore and I don't think they want him. We all like Gary Thorne, but Gary Thorne's had trouble just getting any jobs lately. I mean, he
1: he he doesn't get the same amount of jobs that he used to get. Well, this is the thing you have to you have to be concerned about in a way. I mean, uh, like okay, Steve Levy is is now the voice of Monday Night Football. So really on Monday now on Monday nights that
2: means yeah, you know, Mike. there's another thing, okay? And I know we're talking about Steve, but you mean it for another reason, but here's another positive. Advertising the hockey game that's coming on Tuesday night on Monday night football, no, that's good. Like, that kind of stuff is huge. Like those kind of cross version things like are just enormous. Like Go NBC ahead. whenever NBC would mention, you know, oh you know, Penguins and Flyers on Tuesday night during a football game.
1: If we see one tenth of the amount of uh advertising that we see for the dumb nba games that they 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 float all the time and i'm not saying dumb because they i don't like the nba but it's like they i mean they're stupid commercials they're the the lowest common denominator type well i just hope players. the forged and fire commercial carries on
2: so they, joe, joe, says in the chat room, joe says bucci is a college hockey guy let me explain to you why bucci is a college hockey guy that's the only hockey espn hockey. had. correct bucci, bucci is a hockey guy Flat he is out. a hockey guy that's what he does and he, he he loves it and he's hilarious he's funny and he's, and he's and he's he's the kind of person that we don't have enough of in, no, you know, no, in this
1: here, here here's the here's the thing more than likely with only 25 regular season games it's going to end up being somebody like steve levy who's done nhl games a lot yeah um more you know the thing is i like i said for espn plus they're probably going to co opt tsn broadcasts in canada and and yep. uh and regional broadcasts and just put it on espn plus that'll but i, I also think that you know there's an opportunity you know G- gary thorne is somebody who says he's 72 years old um he got laid off by masson he was the baltimore orioles announcer so it's possible that they bring him in i don't think they're gonna go there mike I mean, even on a limited basis, I don't know anything. It's just, yeah, even on a limited basis, I think there's.
2: I mean, mean, my favorite group ever was Gary Thorne and Bill Clement. All right. So that sure. And And they're
0: not bringing in Bill Clement either. We know that. No, I mean, Al Michaels.
2: No, this is not. But to me, like that, they're the ones, you know, I grew up. I mean, hold on. I'm
0: going to do a timeout here. Yeah. Would they bring in Al Michaels? I think they might, Mike. Al Michaels is MDC. I, At the moment, what if they worked out some yeah, sort I of deal? Could see Al
2: Michaels in the Stanley Cup Finals, I could see that.
0: I could see that. I could see something. Even if, he's like not
2: that. A, even if he's not doing play-by-play. Play, he's like he's part of the whole thing. Hey,
0: maybe if they up, if they were able to cut a deal, I, they would be all in on Al
1: Michaels. I'm sure of that. Maybe they would throw 10 million dollars and 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 get uh, and get uh, um, Doc to come back. Yeah. He won't come back.
2: Doc is done. He talked to him. He's done. He, but he's, he's he's and he's going to come on the show too. Um, but anyway, the. Um, yeah, we have um i mean i think that listen i think that it's the more hockey gets spread out the more hockey's involved with things the better um NBC did it it did and hopefully will continue to do a good job with it because they i mean my my biggest concern i think is maybe the playoffs and how that'll be handled will we will all the playoff games still be televised that i want to make sure they well, are and
1: in- it sounds like the plan is because uh, ABC is getting a, one conference final every year. That whoever the other one is, NBC or Fox, they would get the other one, right. and
2: they would alternate. And- what about the games leading up to that, though? You know, that's what I want to know. Like, um, like, in the, yeah, because right now, right now, NBC's done a really good job at having pretty much everything on. Again, um,
1: I think I think they're gonna they're gonna co-opt other broadcasts. I mean, they'll. I broadcast- think this is if they have three networks, right? If they eventually end up with three networks,
0: we are gonna see the play-in playoff game because yeah. then they're yes. like gonna good- I mean, they are thinking, give that to one of these networks
2: linda cohen is another one who is phenomenal
0: it's going to get used a lot
2: i mean I've, I've talked to her many times for some reason linda cohen and i have this running joke that whenever we cover whenever i cover an NHL event linda Cohn and i are on the bus together every time we have seemed to go we seem to take the same times to go and leave arenas um but uh well, and so and she's a big hockey buzz fan she's a sweetheart of a person really oh, yeah, really she's great um really amazing so and she's and, a
0: goalie she played goalie i
2: know i just talked about that too um, really knowledgeable um, so I think that this whole thing is it, it is a positive it, it does remind me a little bit of like you know SportsNet and TSN in Canada you know you have like two different things covering hockey um, you know in Canada you know I, I think that works really well it's more now the other thing is this a seven-year deal where we are right now with streaming and where we're gonna be seven years from now with streaming well the one is thing- it's gonna be vastly different and because look where we were seven years ago I well, mean people People are out here ripping on Hulu and Disney and Disney plus. Someone said they were like the bottom of the barrel for streaming. No, that's absolutely wrong.
1: And you, you also noticed that the, this deal is a year longer than the CBA. So they didn't want everything to go at the, at the same, at the same point. Remember they, ex- well, they there was two years left in the CBA. They, ex- they expended it by four years. This deal seven years. So this doesn't expire until the year after the CBA expires.
0: I know where we're going with streaming. Um, what's going to happen in, se- in seven years Zach, after we get the coronavirus vaccines, we will then have the ability to point our arms at the wall and protect <laughs> our TV screen. Nobody's talking about that technology that's in the shot right now, but it's going to come out
2: in seven years. No, I, I've actually heard that. I know you're, 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 you're joking, Russ, but there, are,
0: there
2: <laughs> are wrist things now you can do that with already. Like oh, they're like on your wrist, so basically you could point your arm at the wall. Okay. Um, the, the uh, I mean, who Hulu? Oh, Jesus, Hulu Plus. Oh, my
0: arm would get tired. I'm gonna have to put it on like something. All
2: right, let me let me let me defend Disney Plus for one oh. second, okay? Let me defend Disney Plus for one second. First of all, um, some of the best kids shows of all time. Phineas and Ferb, that's unbelievably awesome. underrated show. Other and the, but right now, what I'm watching on Disney Plus for the first time, believe it or not, since I mean, these things aren't even available on DVD, the entire Muppet Show series was just released on Disney Plus, and I know that's gonna be. A lot of people are going to laugh about that, but of course, in my no, house, I, I, get,
0: I like some of the Muppet Show stuff. It was good,
2: and it's funny because that now and, and in front of some of the Muppet shows, there's like they put a thing, you know, understand the content of the this, this content was was wrong at the time, and some of it's still wrong now, like because there was some stuff the Muppets did a lot of uh, puns that were that were like not racially, but they were on the edge of things, you know, I mean, you know, and they just made fun God. of everybody. But anyway, so but the, the world, Muppet world was
0: pedestrian. Will you stop? Anthony, come
2: on!
0: That's, <laughs> that's a pedestrian series. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I know. Not as good as Jimmy Eat World, which is a really good band. Um,
0: I don't remember if I've seen that or not. I can't remember.
2: You, you ever heard Jimmy Eat's World?
0: I have, but I don't remember if I if I saw that or not.
2: The band? No, it's a band. That's a band. Oh, that's
0: a band. No, that I don't know them. I remember yeah, the name from something. That's okay.
2: Right. Anderson and I both share the love of that band. We've talked about it before. Okay. Um, Hulu does a great job too. I'm telling you that they, their Hulu. I mean, I I get all. My, I have a live TV. I have a Hulu thing contract that gets me live TV. That's how I get my live TV. Is Hulu. Um, so, yeah, I think that um, I I don't know. I I'm not really worried about this stuff. And in um, Kansas, I'm, if I'm, Kansas if likes my shirt in the chat room. I appreciate the compliment. I get all, every clothes, all the clothes I ever own, except for my hats, maybe.
1: I'm just pointing that's out what? that this is not this. You know, this is not. Uh, Cause to have a uh, a parade. It's like I think I think it's it's good news, but I think it's not. You know the like oh my god, this is the best thing in the world. Let's yeah like again. I want to. It's good news. It's good news.
2: The best, the best news about this to me, Mike, was the fact that it's partial. Okay, right. Right. When I first guys the text that i that i read this or I just i saw it being mentioned around and some people were texting me espn i didn't know that it was partial
1: yeah we, and, we and, knew the nhl was going down this road it made too much sense because mlb uh, mlb with tbs and with fox uh the nfl with every every network and and the nba with tnt and uh, abc espn you and you make more money if you spread your and there you know you've got 82 games with 32 teams, so that's over 2,400 regular season games. You have to spread your content out, and yeah. that's a smart thing to do.
0: And, Eck, I just got a text. Um, the guys down at the Cabana love your shirt. They just wanted to say that.
2: Fifth Shop, man. Fifth Shop, 2nd Avenue. Um, Find one near you.
1: A little, nice. a little, a little breaking news here it was reported out of Arizona that Darcy Kemper is out it says week to week, which is always- oh, yeah. Yesterday it was it up to four weeks. So which one and am I like,
2: you would, at My blog, you would know that I broke this news because this is what I said. Um, I said, you know, I said the Darcy camera's injury is not as serious. As it was as, as it was initially, as it was initially being, being ruckus and the coyotes are letting that be known, which is kind of interesting. And I think that because, because what's happening here, you know, yes, we had, we had um, Kevin Allen who says they're not going to trade him because they're in the battle. They're in, they're in the middle of the, They're in the middle of that race. The reality is by April 12th, Without Darcy Kemper in both these games, are they going to be in the race? I mean, I don't I don't see them. I think you have, you have four teams that are definitely the four best teams in the West. IQ, who are they going to knock out? Colorado? I mean, I don't think. Yeah,
0: I don't there. know. I'm not trading for Kempner now unless you give me his medicals and I look him over with a doctor, an independent doctor in advance, because oh, yeah, this, he has is close, this is too close to the trading deadline for me if I'm a team to say, oh, yeah, now Kempner will be good. That's great. Now we can trade for him.
1: Uh, I I would wait and see. I'm not jumping at that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I mean the
1: goaltending cool. market is so thin right now that's that it. team that teams might roll
2: the dice, Russ. Yeah. That's, yeah. That not that's for that
1: much money. It's still gonna be. A million and a half bucks probably
0: at the deadline. That's a lot right, of money. But, if,
2: right if, because, but Arizona was more concerned with getting him some starts before the trade deadline to, right. to show him off than they are with getting into the playoffs. That's But if
1: you're, but if, you're if you're Colorado and you know and Philip Grubauer has tweaked a groin and you're going into the playoffs or so going down to the stretch with Hunter Miska as your number one goaltender, then you're right. then okay. You're, let me ask this just this basic question. You know, I'm going to humor me for a minute. Okay.
0: Let's say for some reason. While Darcy Kempner is getting in these one or two starts before the trading deadline, so does Ben Bishop. He looks good. Are you trading for Ben Bishop?
1: Well, Kemper's a, well Kemper is one forget year. Forget about salary. I'm just asking. No, you, you can't forget about salary because that's a consideration. No, like, shut up. You can no, you can't. Ben Bishop has got, I believe, two years left in his contract. Oh, it's really? Ever pretend he doesn't? Can you pretend for two minutes? Uh, if, if,
2: if, 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 salary did, if salary didn't matter, which of course it matters is
1: a lot. Is the Stanley Cup being competed in Fantasyland? No, it's well, in Toronto it is, but that's not what we're talking about.
2: <laughs> What's the difference between Fantasyland and Chic-Chewaga, Mike? Come on,
1: Uh um,
0: <laughs> is nice. But so I'm just saying, if <laughs> a thing. And all of a sudden, these guys are getting trotted out for a couple of starts before the trading deadline. I'm still worried about it if I'm a GM, and probably not jumping
1: in with both feet. Darcy Kemper has got one year left at 4.5 million after this year. That ben is- Bishop has got Ben Bishop has got two more years at 4.91 million. No, oh, I get it. I get it. So I'm uh,
2: say, uh, that would that's be, that's not as bad as I thought, actually. But still, if but you, the big thing here is, I think. Kemper is not injury prone. Where Bishop is injury prone. To me, that's how I look at. It. Like it's,
1: so it's going to happen. That's
2: the problem. Bishop, I, so many times that I would really be afraid to take him on. Yeah, yeah
1: Ronson if, is injury prone.
2: What was that? Ronson, yeah, Ronson is for sure. Yeah, Ronson is injury prone. But I would. I, Kemper, I'm okay with. Uh, he usually doesn't get hurt, and he usually can play a lot of games. And to me, I, I think that he is going to be. I still, and I still said even even if he I was told even if he was hurt still and doesn't play before the trade deadline, he will have some people that offer something for him, which is interesting because of the fact that he's another year, because you have still have another year. And if, you know, you want to get him for whenever you make a trade, one GM told me a long time ago, you're making a trade for how many playoff runs you get out of the that's guy. That's true. You got two playoff runs out of Kemper here, possibly, um, you know, Panarin joined the team in Boston. That news is breaking. Okay, but yeah. here's
0: the thing. All right.
2: So, yeah, I that, that,
0: and we're looking at this year, right? If we just look at this year, he had a lower body. Then all of a sudden, he had a setback. And so, like, if this is a knee injury, I am not touching him with a ten-foot pole. And it could be. It's either yeah. knee or groin, and I'm not touching him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Can we dig into that? Somebody looking. An
0: injury Panarin. in February.
2: Can we dig into the Panarin stuff for a second? Because um, yeah, the yeah. rumor yeah. he's joining the team in Boston. So
1: he's he's on the on the ice. Uh, he according to. Dan Rosen and a few other, uh, sources. Okay. That's it was, good
2: that is fantastic news. I mean, I just like, that is the, to me, I mean, not just for, for the Bruins and you know,
1: yeah, I
0: just hope he doesn't have to worry about things now. And that's good.
2: I mean, I'm sure that if he's, if he's joining the team, he has some sort of sense of, um,
0: yeah,
2: that, that things are getting done the right way or, or whatever. I, I have heard, you know, stuff, but I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to, you know, I think there's stuff going on behind the scenes here that I don't want to endanger anybody. So, um but i've heard some stuff that 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 he's getting some help from some pretty high places in there. And so but it's so if, if he's actually on the ice with the team in boston that is freaking amazing um, and i think the whole world even if you're not if, even if you're not a rangers fan has to be happy about that
1: yeah. well it's just a, i mean obviously the questions are going to be and who knows if he's going to answer them about um you know his family in russia and everything yeah. maybe he won't answer those questions because things are still in flux and you know maybe he doesn't want to engender any kind of um response from the powers that be in his in his mother country so it would yeah. be interesting to hear what he says
2: i mean hope is the other guy like i'm sorry i'm gonna pick it up hope he's the other guy on the trade market
1: Well, good luck um, on that one because okay hope has played terribly even though vancouver's defense is not good Hopi but still
2: if too. you get a half decent defense uh, if you put hopey with the right team um,
1: yeah, right. I, you,
2: you know, hope, I hope he's a gamer. Like, to me, I'll, I, I'll take a gamer goalie. Like hope,
1: a gamer. hope he was playing
0: badly with the capitals. Yeah, I know. The problem with Hope he is if you're bringing him in and he knows he's the number one, he probably could still do the job. If you're bringing him in and he is there just for insurance and I have to use him and then all of a sudden hope that he is going to have his stuff when he
1: comes in, right. he's not. He's not. Yeah. That and, and Vancouver is going to need a goaltender back, not just because they you know they just have Demko, because they need to expose a goaltender for expansion. Right. So them trading, you know, them trading Holpi, it's like then they're going to have to get you know so whoever from whatever team is they're trading Holpe. Right.
2: Right, right, right. And
1: it's got to be somebody who's under contract. <laughs> Randy says he hears Riddich is on the market. No offense, nobody he's wants. A, him. He's a
0: UFA. And nobody wants. He is him. on the
2: market. Um, he is very, very much on the market, um, and there are teams that want him.
0: Oh yeah, no. I will when he moves to a team of consequence, and he's not a taxi squad guy. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll eat my words.
2: I'll tell you who is not riddish but the other name that's like riddish um the guy on the ducks what's his name gosh i move my mind um gibson? they're not training gibson Not, not a goalie not a goalie his name's like reddish why can't i think i'm sorry i don't I'll know read. it's
1: ricard raquel
2: ricard raquel is very is very much going to be he's,
0: he's going to be one of the best guys on the market
2: yeah he's he's definitely one of the best guys on the market he's going to be and, one of those guys people are looking at right now and that's so and then i'm and putting and, out my trade i'm putting out my rumor chart in the next day or so and he's on and he's, he's and, big
1: and the reason why he'll get something first of all he's not a rental he's got a year left right. and he's making less than four million so and he scores goal and he scores goals but, but that's the thing that i'm, I'm skeptical about anaheim yeah. the their one problem is they can't score goals so they're going to tr- that makes a lot of sense just finances them. mike they don't want to re-sign them
2: yeah um i mean there are um like lebron Zach said, here's here's the duck the lebron saying the ducks are going to blow up um yeah, it's gonna be an ugly that's gonna be a messy thing. The only
0: way they're blowing up is if they get rid Murray up. and they haven't gotten rid of Murray yet.
2: Yeah, they haven't. Um yeah, and I agree with that. And I think they also, I mean, the the big the big thing will be Getzlav, I've been told, because even though
1: He'll never he'll never wave his no move.
2: That is an almost not an I'm gonna say this much about what I know about this. There are teams out there that are asking for permission to talk to him about it like to basically say like okay i want to i want to say like you know we want to make a case for it come on
0: sure right.
2: yeah and and there are some teams now i'm not saying the flyers are one of those teams but we do know his his wife is from the area um his wife's from cherry hill so the idea of you know if his wife you know once his her family's here in cherry hill new jersey which is and like, there's,
1: and there's nothing more attractive than moving to moving with your in-laws
2: <laughs> <laughs> well if you got kids and your in-laws are great and want, and want to help you out that's not a bad thing you know like it's not a bad thing to have somebody watch the kids all the time um you know that are i think how
0: much money does ryan gets left make eight in the oh, court. Court
2: makes a lot of money yes so how, no. are
0: they, how, are, how are the flyers doing this i don't know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, know. i'm
2: not saying the flyer like I, I didn't say the flyers ran on it i'm just saying that You're these not, are the kind of, of situations that there, if 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 is going to move there's going to have to be you're going to have to convince him so if you're the flyers that's what you do you go and say okay you know we'll set up you know your family share what can we do you know there's there's things I, I you know his wife's a huge flyers fan apparently um it'd it be interesting to see like that to me is a i'm not saying how you would do it financially but it seems like if you could figure out the financial part of it like you said Russ in La La Land or Chicago Right. If you can figure out the fi- the financial part of it, um, then maybe that's a place gets left. Looks at the flyers and says, "Okay, all right, I'll give that a shot." But I, so I wouldn't write him out of it. Okay, um, I wouldn't write him out of it. Does he want to yeah, play? I don't ball? think this I don't.
0: will be the year they the Flyers trade Giroux, Randy. I don't think this is the. No,
2: year. that's not going to happen. I think Jerusalem to happen.
0: Interesting in the future, interesting,
2: interesting thing, so good, but interesting. But I feel as if Giroux is. I, I didn't think that was. Yeah, possible a little while ago but i feel as if she sort of like wrangled his game together and the team behind him again a little bit
1: now well, they, he has, but it still doesn't mean down the road it won't happen interesting thing was that reported yesterday was uh, of interest in eric stall from the oilers but uh, but a number of teams interested in eric stall and that's again he's making three and a quarter um i think a lot of people don't think he's done they think it's the situation of him being in it. he never wanted to come to buffalo in the first place he didn't want to be traded from minnesota and depending on what the sabers would ask for in a trade you know they may think that that, that
2: would be a good veteran depth ad and i i, mean, I get somebody to take him but russ did you do you can you name to me one thing that eric stahl did last night in that game well, he did get an assist on
0: the uh Sheehan goal but other than that no <laughs>
2: I mean, he was as invisible as any player.
1: Right. And 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 what I'm saying is that the situation in Buffalo, I mean, you, I I don't know whether you can evaluate any player accurately with that team, the way they're playing right now, the way they're being coached right now, it is, it is an unmitigated disaster. And I, I think that, you know, I think this, remember. Stall, and when I talked to Russ about this. I mean, he didn't play well in New York. Apparently, he wanted to go to New York, but he got hurt when he went to the Rangers after being traded by Carolina. Then he what? went to Minnesota, and he scored 42 goals. Isn't yeah, it? not In the playoffs, though, so you want to hear his playoff numbers? They're yeah. not
0: good. With the Rangers, no points in five games. With Minnesota, one and five. With Minnesota, two and five. And then last year, he had five and five. Like, That's not those aren't great playoff numbers since his Carolina days. Well, five and five not playoff. bad.
1: Five and five is right. not dead at all.
0: Yeah, one year. You you looked at the one year out of the five. <laughs> it was last year. Oh
1: again, is he
0: still looking <laughs> like that player <sighs> now? No. Yeah, but uh, you're, yeah.
1: Talking, you're talking about giving up. Okay, you're talking about a team giving up a third round pick for a veteran guy. Right. Right. It's worth. I think it's worth the risk. You didn't want to give up a second round for Thomas
0: Buchanan, who was younger Thomas than Eric sucked. And now you want to give up a third for Eric Stahl.
2: Uh, let's not go back. Let's not go back. Girl, we are going back
1: because I would fire you as the GM. <laughs> Thomas, one, Thomas Buchanan sucked. He was It was over the hill. And two, the Leafs were not a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. So why do you make that trade? That's probably the worst trade that Lou Lamorello ever made in his frigging life. It's not the worst of his life. No, the worst one was Brian Boyle for a second round pick. That yeah. was great
2: too.
1: <laughs> look right now on the on the Lightning. He looks like a pretty good young player. That's moving what
2: they on, like. moving on. Um, Jesus. Seattle Brian. Senators, the Iowa Senators last night played their twenty eighth game, which means one team has officially reached the halfway point of the season. All right. Yeah. So Ottawa's officially. Actually, Vancouver's at twenty nine. I'm sorry. So we have the two teams now at the halfway point of the season. Um, it feels as if we are three-quarters of the way through the season to me. I don't really, know why. It does feel In your like. Head, you feel like you're 3 qu- You're really halfway. It feels like, you know, because we keep thinking, oh, there's this, this is such a short. We are still, we still have just as many games left to play as we played. More games, actually, because there's still teams at 21. I mean, so it's like, the crazy thing about this is there's a lot of hockey left. So we sit there and yeah. say, okay.
1: How, how, how about this? You've yeah. got You know, we're, we're basically at the halfway mark, and teams in the Canadian division play each other 9 or 10 times but you would think that by the halfway mark the, the, the games would be spread out fairly even, evenly the leafs play the jets eight more times <laughs> in the next 22 games wow wow they're going to yeah. like each other after that i think well, that's not that,
2: this, that's, that's an issue for winnipeg in some way like we look at who's going to make the playoffs i'm sure that's that, – you know i mean Another thing I'm doing next weekend, by the way, that's it, going to start next week, is my uh, you know projected standings. And this year is really fascinating because I've, I've added a couple things to my projected standings this year. I always have like the 16 factors. This year, I've this year I've added um, how your how when you play a certain amount of games within a certain period of time, that team gets weaker. Um, so like if you're so if you're Montreal playing your third game in four nights against Vancouver playing their first okay. game in four nights. That helps them. So that kind of thing. So that, and and also, you know, if you jet, when you lose to a team, and then you play the team the next night, you know, um, that you know you have a little your your chances go up a little bit because that's what we've seen. We've well, seen that. I, all right, I
0: have something for you to stick into your uh, predictor, right. and that is the Penguins have eight games left against the Sabers, and they have eight games left
1: against the Devils. Wait, wait, wait! They the Penguins have not played the Sabers once because that's the only. I have to look at that. I have to look that up. I really do. Look it up, right? You're lying, but but I'm just saying. No, no. Somebody told me it. I think yeah, no, I, th- I think no, it's. No, it's no, I, no. I, I, yeah, i I think that that's awful. They, I think they play them a lot, but I'm. I, I don't know whether it's eight. Let me I'll, while you guys are talking. But let's it. say they
0: have seven against both those teams. That's an incredible edge over a team like the Flyers, oh, yeah. who's played the Sabers a lot after this series, especially. Right. Like that's yeah. something you have to worry about now. If you're a team, and so like right, right now, the Flyers have the better winning percentage because they, have, you know, a game in hand, two games
1: in hand on Pittsburgh, but ultimately it could be a problem down the line. Yeah, Pittsburgh plays them. They have not played Pittsburgh once so wow. far, and they play him eight times. Who was the other team? The Devils. Same thing. Well, they, I, don't, no, and don't ever doubt me again. No, that. <laughs> You're wrong on the Devils. The like people, I said, I was told that the Sabers have played the Devils five times already.
2: So the Sabers are the Penguins. The no, no, no,
1: Sabers, the, the
2: Penguins. Penguins, Penguins oh, okay, have okay, the Peng- okay, I'll check that. No, I think, I think the Penguins. Penguins. Devils. <laughs> that is a that is an enormous advantage. two I mean,
1: many culpas in one show will be too much. Sixteen
2: games and sixteen of their final twenty nine games right because yeah they're at yeah because they're no they're they have 31 games left right. six if that's is that the case it's 16 of them are against new jersey and
1: those 31 are against those teams and they have 10 games or wait, wait they can't have 10 games
2: wow.
1: oh rescheduled sorry uh three five eight yep yep wow wow 16 yeah
2: 16 of 30 games pittsburgh's making the playoffs 31 games I don't know, but the, here's the thing about you have to right remember about that New Jersey kind of New Jersey. New Jersey actually, nice. <laughs> they probably, they, I'm not saying they won't, but New Jersey is one of the, has historically played the played the Penguins as as hard as.
0: One or two act, but we're talking. They're not winning like the bulk of them.
2: Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? We talked about like we talked about this last night, Russ, and we were sitting there screaming at each other from ten years, ten feet apart, or whatever, um, through our masks. It's like really just just trying to have a conversation, you know, yeah, yeah. mass 10 feet apart. in a, it's in a, like in the arena.
0: old MTV thing, the loud family. That's what I we feel like,
2: cause there's nobody in the arena. They're hearing Russ and I's conversation on the ice, you know? Um, so no, but here's the thing. Like we remember, remember Arizona, St. Louis, the seven game series, you know, it's like, it's like, it is hard to beat a team multiple times, just beat them outright. Like there will, it's
0: the neighbors. it's not,
2: well, <laughs> if you want well, to, give the
0: Devils, I'll tell you what, I'll give the devils two wins. Out of those games with Pittsburgh, and I'll give the Sabres zero.
2: All right, so let's let's look at it right now Of those sixteen games. How many of the games are the Penguins going to win?
1: Twelve.
2: Twelve. Okay, so you think they're going to split with the Devils, four and four? And you no, think they're going a
1: couple in one? Okay, still,
0: think, I'm going to give them thirteen of those sixteen.
2: I'll say ten. Okay. But still, I think I'm, I'm still. It's, a, it's, it's a still. still a lot of points. A lot of points. I'm not. I'm not saying. I mean that is a huge number you can say so the flyers have played the sabers a bunch of times um they haven't played new jersey they played new jersey but not not they played
0: new jersey two or three times i think
2: two or three times but they still have, it feels like the flyers the boston they played the most right they have like yeah Boston's
0: you know, they played the most
2: so that's that's a good thing for the flyers chances you know not having to play boston that many more times um yeah, uh, it's uh, that that is But next next weekend, we're going to have some really interesting things when I put that out, because that's going to matter big time more than ever before um, as to how that project. I, I bet you the projected standings will have the penguins in it. I bet you will I bet, bet it will probably have the penguins in it and probably the flyers out of it, but we'll see. I mean, it's, it's
0: just a possibility, but it just shows how this is such a weird year. We have to really dig into those kinds of things to help predict what's going to happen.
2: Right, right. I mean so, we're
1: talking. we're talking about one like you know in this example you're talking about one half of the schedule being those two teams and the one that we mentioned before about winnipeg and toronto you're talking about one third of the schedule against winnipeg you know a team with the a vesna trophy winning goalie and one of the best dual he's going to be dual but anyhow probably probably he's playing great he played great last night made 32 consecutive saves um he okay. was really impressive i by the i like hollebuck i think he's no, no,
2: i know you i know your calendars play um the caps uh, randy's if, saying if they play the islanders
1: Super- could play the bruins every game they would win every game at least that's what it seems like right now it does seem like that actually uh,
2: yeah, no it's it's it, it is to me that is oh the nhl is such a matchup league that's why i'm such a big thing about matchups in the playoffs we talk about it all the time like every year every year when if I sit there and I we predict the playoffs and, and I have my matchup, the matchup's just who should win based on who beats together more often, predict the playoffs, we get destroyed by that. The matchup thing just comes through time and time again. Well, here's
0: the other thing, too, Eck. For all the demise that everybody said about the Penguins, they have 11 wins at home. Yeah. The Islanders are the only other team in that division with 11, and I think the Vegas Knights are the only other team in the league
1: with 11.
2: Uh, they have 10. No, you know what? That's, the, that's so, it's so hard to say right now. I mean, with fans back, it matters matters a little, a little bit more, but I think before that, I don't think it mattered at all. 11-2-0, yeah. Mike. I um, mean, you guys, you know, you know, like, the what is it? The Blues have only won three games at home, but if I like, have only three losses on the road. I mean, there's weird things out and there. Vegas has 10. Yeah, that's, that's
0: the one with
2: 10. I think the Blues, though. The Blues have 10, 10 road wins. you mean, Pittsburgh. Right? So, I mean, that's it. Yes. That's no,
0: that's true, but I'm just saying the Penguins – for all the nitpicking they have 11 wins at home
2: yeah oh yeah 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 no that, that that's that's enormous i mean i'm looking at so i'm looking at the devils and penguins for a second um and what what we've seen in the past like, like over the last two years um and uh and just regular season games I got this thing okay so let me do this so right now what's happened in those uh in the last two years why do the last three years? Last year, last year the Penguins won two. They went two and one against the Devils. Um, I got to do the last three years, really cool. Yeah, okay. Um, including this year. So, if you have that, the, okay. So here you go. Over the last two years, since 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 uh 2018, uh the Penguins have won three games in the in the seven meetings, and the Devils have won four. Um, so the, I know. I mean, I knew that the Penguins had like a number on the Devils a little bit. Now, the Sabers. Let's look at that for a second. That'll change things a little. Bit. <laughs> um let's see about that so they, they well, will play while,
1: while while you're looking that up i'll just penguins, uh, the
2: penguins have won two and the sabers have won four so the sabers have owned the, the penguins i mean that this saber team is but those saber teams weren't good either and some of those penguins teams were maybe better than this penguin So mean, if,
1: if you're talking about a team that's going to possibly be without eichel because of injury yeah or, no,
2: or, that, that's another factor yeah, yeah
1: and, sure. and, and and they're going to be trading off they're their rentals like Stahl and Hall and Montour. Yeah. So you're talking about a team. It's the Rochester Amherst they're playing, not the Buffalo Sabres. Right. right.
2: I'll give you that.
1: Now, um, a, couple of, a couple of things before we end the show. Uh, it sounds like uh, Corey, Chris Johnston reported that um, the Leafs and a couple other contenders that are right up against the cap you know they're in they're very like winnipeg for example needs to add a left defenseman they're you know they're probably in on the market and chris didn't say this but i'm just surmising here they're probably in on guys like Ekholm home because they, they really need to improve their defense but they're right up against the cap but they're not opposed as is toronto to trading players off their roster to clear the cap space so it's not going to be you know ltir unless somebody gets hurt it's going to be Try it. Money in, money out. So, there. Are, you know. Again, with 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 Winnipeg, I'm not sure who would be the money out. You know, I I don't see them Russ, I don't see them trading Nikolai Ehlers or somebody like that. I
0: don't think they're going to move Ehlers. So I agree with you on that.
1: Um, you know, may, maybe a Matthew Perot, maybe uh, a um yeah maybe per, maybe I per per road
0: road. because he was on life support before
1: the season started we kept hearing whispers and with the with the leafs it's probably going to be a kerfoot or somebody of that nature yeah. because, because they can get a return for him because he's a center and then you know use the cap space to bring in somebody else so
2: right um true true um have we when when does stay play his first yeah, no I know, yeah. So that yeah. game? yeah yeah
0: still hasn't cleared uh
2: anyone if we knew when any idea on No, i don't
0: have the date yeah, it he is. might get lucky if they all of a sudden go down to seven days, and he has like the four or five negative tests. He might only have to do he, seven.
1: He drove from Minnesota to Edmonton last week, so it's another week at least. Yeah, right. Be. Unless then, unless the rule changes, and then you have to worry about the fact that he's been uh, he's been uh, off the ice for two weeks. And remember, Pierre right. Dubois got hurt because he was inactive. So. Right.
2: Yeah, why does he have to? I mean, they have to get him in there with no one else in the arena.
1: No, he can't. He basically can't leave his apartment.
2: Can't leave the apartment. It's right. Canada
1: rules. Yeah, it's asinine. I'm, I'm sorry, Canadian fans. I think, you know, like right now, it's like I, I think that, you know, if they are testing people with rapid tests or the other tests and they test them four times in seven days, that should be enough. Yeah. I, I, you know, so, but hey, that's that's. That's the that's what we have to operate under right now. Or that's what the Canadian teams have to operate under. Definitely, I want
2: to show you guys before we get out of here. You have anything else, Mike? Nope. Nope. Okay. Shoot. Well, I'll see. All right. I have. I want you guys to try to guess something. So somebody sent me something kind really cool. Uh, this this little X Attic edition here for a second. Okay. Where is where is I've lost the whole thing. There right, we go. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm get you back on. There you are. Okay. So can you name the goalie that wore this mask?
0: Yeah, Jill's Milosh.
2: Is it just not? I don't think it is.
0: No, that's my guess.
2: Um, nope, nope. But this is this is a really cool mask. Um,
1: is it? Is it a panther? Or is it a Florida panther?
2: No, this is old. This is old. Man. This is this is like an old school mask. So Gary yeah. Innes. Nope. Uh, anybody in the chat room? I I get the name up in a second. I was looking for it right now, I, and he sent me the name. But it's, um, it's
1: definitely not Bunny Larock. It's not Wayne Stevenson. It could you know, be. You know,
0: the that, Rangers had a goalie yeah, that had a similar yeah. mask to that for one for two years. Who was the goalie Mike, that wanted to play naked? Forgetting his name. He threatened to go out on the ice naked.
2: Uh, I think this is I think he's right. as Joe Gretan. I think this is that. Jill
0: Gretan, that's who I was
2: thinking of. Yeah. Is that he wanted to play naked? Yeah, he wanted to play naked. I think this is cool. I and mean they this
1: tackled was, him. That would be a pretty short story, but and,
0: sure. No, and they and I, yeah. I want to say it was either Late Law or someone like Duguay that tackled him in the locker room and would have let him go out on the ice naked because he was that crazy.
1: Yeah, I said Van Beesbroek, but no. Yeah, uh, uh, he was my, se- was my second, Tom was my second toy. This, like this, this is a 70s style mask, or eight
2: early. Oh yeah, no, 70s, it's got like the big, the big neck thing, honestly. This yeah, this, this,
1: that's, a, that's the same
0: mask that Mike Liut wore. Yeah, he was on the Rangers, 76, 77, and that's why that was the second thought, so I wasn't too far off. I was
2: and this would be a Van Beastbrook. Van Biesburg had a really cool mask, but he didn't have it was newer, but he did have a cool panther. It was her. close to that. It was similar to this. I have a mask like this that I, my, yeah. I went
0: Jill's Malach and a Jill's Graton, right? So I was I was right there.
2: I'm gonna do the uh the gold gold. So,
0: so who who was it? Jill's graton. No, that mask.
2: Yeah, Jill's graton. So there's a there's yeah. a guy in um over in, in Europe who uh who just started a business. I'm gonna get his information um where he is reproducing um, vintage masks from the past. That's cool. Um, it's, he did that one for me a long time ago, the Wayne Stevenson one back there. Um, yeah. I have a Lindbergh one, which doesn't have anything on it at all, but it's its still, but what he—but but you know, hes it's the same exact style and shape. Um, so what he, and he has like, he has some really good ones. Um, uh, there's a Gary Cheever's one that's really cool. I was gonna get that one. Um, and I, I like that one a lot. I also like the, uh, he has the uh, Ken Dryden one with the big circles on it, you know? Um, that had like the red and blue circles on it. Um, yeah, I like these. I like these a lot. Yeah,
0: so, Con used to hang out after practices naked. Did he really? Yes.
2: Wow. Mm. I, I, thought I, only- think
0: in, I think it's in my 100 Ranger Greats book. I remember the story. Well,
2: I usually hang out after our podcast naked, but that's another story altogether. <laughs> Folks, remember without the buzz, it's just hockey. We will talk to you tomorrow